Hi. So just under two years ago, ago now, uh, G2 did a, a whole series on work and rest, which you may remember had a good theme tune. It was good fun. Um, and it sparked a conversation in our family about rest and Sabbath in particular. I felt hugely challenged about the direct biblical instructions on the weekly rhythm of Sabbath rest that we've just been hearing about. and knew it was something I wanted for myself and my family. I couldn't shake off the message. It, it stuck. But we were right in the season of life that just didn't seem compatible with rest. Four kids under 10. One was still only two, very much in nappies. Busy job for Dan, working part-time myself, uh, not getting much sleep that we talked about earlier. And it just seemed impossible. But I connected deeply with what we've been hearing about, with the fact that God's commandment to rest was for my benefit, not just a rule to obey. It was a two-way thing. And yet it still seemed unattainable, not, not, not for me. But still challenged, I asked to borrow the book that had inspired the series. It's called um, Garden City. If you've not read it, it's a brilliant read. Um, to find out a little bit more of the practicalities, what it might look like. And again, it sounded good. And I thought, yeah, that's great. Still not going to work. I can't, I can't picture that for us. Um, but the subject kept coming back. And it came up in conversation. It was on podcasts I was listening to. It was popping up in other books. And the importance of it wasn't going away. And I started to feel sort of hope rising in me that maybe we could, maybe we could give it a go, maybe we could, we could try something. And I thought back to a few years earlier where I'd been gently challenged um, to start a monthly rhythm of retreats. And again, at the time, that seemed impossible, can't do that. Um, but with the help of Hannah and other friends, um, that had become possible. So I sat there thinking, well, that seemed impossible, but, but it's now in, I'm benefiting from this monthly time of rest. Let's give it a go. And I started to feel hope that we could do something. And throughout the reading that I'd been doing, I was noticing, as Hannah was saying, about marking the start of Sabbath being so crucial, about being intentional and changing gear, moving from that fast, busy pace of life to a slower pace to give space for that deep rest. I also learned about, as Hannah was saying about that, the value of remembering and all the way through the Bible that God's people needed to tell each other, needed to remind each other of his goodness. So as we began to reflect on what and think through what it could look like for us, we knew those were the markers that we wanted to put into place, that we would take time each week to notice what God was doing, showing gratitude for the moments in our week that could easily have gone unnoticed and to remind each other of what Jesus had done for us. So that's what we wanted to get into our rhythm. So we, we had a go at trying to implement it, and the start of our Sabbath starts with a Friday night Sabbath dinner. Okay, so Friday night Sabbath dinner for us, yeah, it's the way that we start, we mark this. And basically, um, when the kids are all back from school, when I've got back from work about six o'clock, we sit down together as a family to enjoy a meal. But before we start, we take a moment to be still. So we've realized that there is very, very little stillness 
or times of silence and quiet in our lives. And actually, we really want to help our children to learn about the value of silence and being still. So for us, we just light a bunch of candles in the middle of the table, and literally for no more than about 30 seconds, we just sit in silence and we look at the candle. And, and during that time, we try to reflect on and call to mind um, good things that have happened that week, or actually times when maybe we've noticed or felt God was with us in some way. After that, Susie gets out the incredible homemade bread that she's baked earlier that day, and we tear massive chunks of it off, we give it out to one another and to the kids, and we take it in turns to share what was the thing that came to our mind as we looked at uh, the candle, to share the things that we've been thankful for, maybe the moments where we felt God with us that week. So for our eldest daughter, Bella, that usually involves talking about gymnastics that she has a huge love for. Um, for Jemima the other week, she had her birthday, so she talked about her birthday and got in there the desire to have a party every day of the week. Um, but it can be all manner of things, little things and also really, really big things, just small things and big things that come up in our week. Now, after that time, we take simply a cup of juice and we share it together, reminding ourselves of when Jesus shared bread and wine with his friends and also to remind ourselves of that and to be thankful to God for what he's done for us. Now recently Susie bought a jar or a jar that she popped in the middle of the Sabbath table and sometimes we've taken the opportunity to write down that thing that maybe we've noticed in the week or that we're thankful for and we name them and then we pop them in that jar as a little bit of a visual reminder for us. But then we've also got a very simple what we call a prayer tree and we've chosen to put that in the middle of the table and actually sometimes we've not had a great week, sometimes there's not really been things to be thankful about and plenty of times we don't really feel like we've noticed God and we want to pray about that. Or there might be things to do with the family or friends or our will that we want to pray about. And so we've chosen to write those things down and when we've hung them on the tree to remind us to pray into those, into those things. After that, our Friday night Sabbath meal always consists of amazing pizza, homemade pizza. Susie's very good at making pizza. And so when that's ready, we all dive in and the conversations continue around the table. Often for our Friday night Sabbath meal, we have friends around as well. And if any of you have been, I know some of you have been, you're bombarded with lots of questions from our children because they're curious. And that's good. We like curiosity. We want to encourage that life skill in our children as well. But there is one consistent question that we always ask at every Friday night meal and that is how are we going to rest in the next 24 hours what does that look like how are we going to do that together or maybe on our own so our Sabbath meal marks the beginning of that rest and so it's a good time to start thinking about it. Um, so that can involve us beginning to plan the next day's trip out somewhere, if that's what we're going to do. Uh, or it might be the kids suggesting individual things that they want to do, or some one-to-one -one time, or Susie going off for a run, or me reading. It could be a whole bunch of different things. But it's a great question to ask, and it helps us to be intentional about saying, we're going to make sure these next 24 hours, in some ways, we are going to rest. And we kind of think that's important to get that habit in early with our children as well. Our Sabbath meal always ends up in some form of games. Okay, that's the big thing for us. We believe that rest should be about having maximum fun as well. In fact, God loves it when we play. 
In fact, our play can actually be worship as well. So we love board games. Usually the board games come out, we play loads of different things. Or actually, the other week, it ended up in a, enjoying a puppet show delivered by Jemima that involved bits of every fairy tale that you could ever imagine, apart from there was a dinosaur in it that stomped on everybody's heads. But that was the uh, end of our uh, Sabbath meal. So that's the rhythm that we've established in our family, and it has been good for us, and it's been good for us as individuals as well. Uh, but the reality is, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Proper rest does need planning. It really does. And as I mentioned earlier, we had done quite a bit of thinking about what might work in our context, in our season of life. Um, and I'm sure what Dan's just described might not work for you, just might not be how you rest, all of those things. But um, it's become the way that we mark Sabbath, we change gears from that fast pace to the slower pace. In terms of our weekly preparation for Sabbath, I begin the process early on a Friday. I begin to make the bread and the dough for the pizza. And, and actually, this has become part of my slowing down process, part of my Sabbath. As I knead the dough, I'm sort of thinking through and becoming conscious of, of Sabbath, of the rest, and, and changing that gear. However, I just thought it was important to mention as well that um, I don't make it every week. And... Um, you know, we, we did choose a meal for us as a family that at the time was going to be fairly easy, something that was sustainable, basically, that we could manage. So um, whilst it is an enjoyable part, it's something that I find rest in in that preparation, it's equally something easy that I can pick up from the supermarket if, if need be. Because I wanted to make sure that as we were preparing for that, I wasn't just putting on a dinner party. I was preparing for rest. We as a family were preparing for rest. So that was part of the preparation in our mind, was picking something that was going to be sustainable, that was going to work for our kids and our phase of life, and that they'd actually, quite frankly, eat without an argument. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that was part of that planning. So also part of what we do is once we get home from the school run, we, we have a list of jobs, we work at tidying the house a bit, we get the place ready for rest as well. And actually that's also become part of that changing gear. So we're able to do those jobs in a way where we're expectant for the next 24 hours, for the fun and the rest that we're going to have. And that sort of changes that vibe as well. So that's how we've started implementing it. 